Hello friends, it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's the Citywide Special. Drill Embiid has undergone surgery on his torn meniscus. The trade deadline has passed with Daryl Morey acquiring Buddy Heald, Cameron Payne, and two second round picks. Pat Bev, Marcus Morris, Borkan Korkmaz, Daniel House, and four second round picks are sent out. Have the Sixers gotten better, worse, or about the same? Do the moves signal a push to compete this year, or are they simply setting themselves up for a summer overhaul? The Flyers return from the All-Star break with a win over the Florida Panthers, snapping a five-game losing streak. Owen Tippett returns to the lineup against his former team. Will the Orange and Black hold on to a playoff spot behind Sam Erson? The Eagles will kick off the 2024 season in Sao Paulo, Brazil, sacrificing a home game. The Birds' opponent has yet to be announced. Pitchers and catchers report next week. Philadelphia will host five group stage matches in the 2026 World Cup, as well as one round of 16 match on the 4th of July. All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good, pretty good. It's a nice little taste of spring out there today, I feel like. It's nice to be able to hit 5 o'clock after work and have the sun still be up. Felt a little balmy out, I would even say, today a little bit compared to the last couple weeks. So, feeling pretty Been good. Nicer. Yeah, man. For all the sad news that happened with Sixers today, I feel like I needed a little bit of sunshine to at least warm me up a little bit. Yeah, the groundhog was right. Mm -hmm. Some might say he did not see a shadow. And then as soon as he did not see a shadow, we've had sunlight every day since. That little motherfucker knows what he's doing. Just was not expecting that. I mean, what'd they say? He's usually right 39% of the time. Yeah, not not really a great track record. Not a bad record, though, for a groundhog. Hey, if he was a, a baseball hitter, that'd be a great, a great batting average. You know what I'm saying? Put if Bill he's Henley a three-point shooter, that's a great three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. If he's a, a power play, that's the best, a historic power play. So, in some respects, so how are like, they even measuring? Um, I mean, how do they even factor that? Are they judging that by the temperature up to a certain amount of time? When? Do, how do you? How do you determine whether there's been six more weeks or whatever of winter or not? That's What's the criteria? Got to be tricky too, because with global warming, it is historically we're getting historically warmer winters. Yeah, global anyway. warming's moving the goalposts. Yeah. I know global warming. It's like uh, Puxatawney Phil is kind of cheating now. He's like, oh, that, that temperature has been going up. My record's getting better. You know, yeah. oh, we got to ask this motherfucker what's up. We got to people aren't asking the real questions out here around in Puxatawney. They're just being happy with the. Normal answers. Yeah, yeah, they're they're dumbass tradition. But uh, I mean, it is nice to have some sunlight because uh, the Philly sports scene, until the Flyers started back up, had been extremely bleak, shrouded in darkness. We will mm. uh, certainly get to the Sixers and all their ineptitude on deadline day, but uh, there wasn't really a whole lot else to talk about either. The Eagles are not in the Super Bowl. Just picking up coordinators and other. Yeah, they got a shit. Are, I mean, how many coaches board are they got to bring on this thing? But this is, Sirianni doesn't need to do anything, man. He needs to go into defensive meetings. He needs to change up his uh, what do you call this principles? Yeah, change the, the order of the principles. Yeah. yeah, that's just what he's gonna be doing every week, just sitting at his desk with that list, just it's on like, the whiteboard with like magnets, just shifting them around and trying to figure out the best combination week to week. It's like a company that changes their like here's our core values every year. Like, shut the fuck up. Like integrity, perseverance. Like, miss you with that shit. Like that. Yeah. That's your job. Right, some kind of us. acronym sort of thing. Yeah, we got like, Jalen Hurts for that shit. We don't need two of you goobers out here giving us fucking quotes all day. Meh. Mm-mm. That would be funny if if. 
Sirianni tried to force himself to become one of those uh, <laughs> Jalen Hurts quotes guys. It'd be terrible. Just, I'm not surprised. So I'm not. Bad. I'm surprised he hasn't done that already. The way he he stands for all his players. It would remind me of like a Michael Scott trying to come up with something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll see what he does. I don't know. I don't hate the moves yet. They're doing all all the good shit. But yeah, it's been a slow week or two of every other major sports team in Philadelphia. So. Not terrible. I'll take the I'll take a downtime than a super depressing time, but today sucked. We didn't walk through the the, the fire just to smell the smoke, everybody. You know, we <laughs> he just drags it out too long. Way too long. Because you know, because the smoke it's <laughs> that's what he does. Uh, I think you know, smoke inhalation it's like, can kind of it's yeah, the smoke can 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 hurt sometimes, but then sometimes it's good because you can know like a that there's sign. a fire yeah and then you can get out of the house but then sometimes you want to you want to be in the house because yeah. <laughs> you ever sit by a campfire then it kind of goes in your eyes and then you move over and it doesn't that's a win but then sometimes you gotta you gotta keep moving because it'll chase you around yeah he could do some bullshit and, like and then that. yeah you know if it does get to you if the fire does get to you you gotta stop drop and roll but <laughs> Yeah, it's just like how they teach Sometimes you. Sometimes you might roll into another fire. <laughs> yeah, and then that's just even more adversity and like how they teach you in Boy Scouts. Like, the most important thing is to take care of yourself and your safety. So, yeah, even though we walked through the fire, we did smell the smoke, but we faced the adversity. And then we planted some seeds and... It became a flower that grew through, you know, yeah, with his flower analogy. And the flower, he just keeps going. Yeah. And the flower dies. But if you, you know, if you plant things like uh, like black-eyed Susans, those are perennials. <laughs> and they're going to come back next spring, you know. Those That's are why nice. you want to make sure you're perennial. Yeah, I got something in the back. Of I like those plants. Perennials are where it's at. Yeah. You don't have to worry about bringing shit inside. They just keep coming back. Just let it die and wait till spring. You got to weed go. with perennials, though. A what? You got to mm-hmm. pull the weeds out. Yeah, you clean them up, you know, but um. But I guess you got to do that anyway. Yeah, they're they're pretty they're easy to to manage for the most part. Hostas, sedums. Oh, got a few things out oh, there. Oh, dropping that. Some plant stuff knowledge. I got I got to replace. Wait till but... spring, everybody. She's about to pop yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, Mister Green Thumb over here. Dave would be proud, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, we so, should jump into it then, yeah, I how guess, do we here, get yeah? Into yeah, what do we want to start with? Let's get the Sixers out of the way. It's going to be uh, much angst, a topic of much anger. Um, I don't know. Who, again, I don't know where we begin with this goddamn team. I guess we have to start with the Embiid thing. Yes. Well, uh, we didn't. it's not like we didn't see this coming. We knew that there was a possibility he would be out for the remainder of the regular season with a hope to be ready for the postseason. But even at that, it still seems as though we're going to get a hobbled Embiid. I mean, you know, they it's an injury and, and a recoup time that they said he could be out for the whole season. Got the surgery done, and they're, like, optimistic about him being back, which never is good unless they're like, no, he'll definitely be back. Like, obviously, you're optimistic he'll be good enough to play, but it's a lot of time off between now and the postseason. Odds are you'll be a lower seed, so it won't be the easiest battle. And, uh, you know, just terrible news, honestly. Just gutting news. I mean, I will say that it's not ideal that he's going to be out. I think they said he'll be reevaluated in four weeks. But at the same time, what that kind of indicates, like I got some notes here. 
I've become an expert on meniscus tears. Yeah, yeah. And this was Embiid's Yo, third. This is Sixer. That's good. And uh been listening to a lot of podcasts. Like every every beat reporter has done an interview with a, an orthopedist mm-hmm. that works on legs. So I've read all of the articles, listened to a bunch of podcasts. So this is from this guy Jeff Stotts. Uh, I think he's like at in street clothes on Twitter or whatever. He's like sports scientist, sports science doctor for a while. So he was on Zach Lowe's podcast, and uh, he cited a couple of things with Embiid, right? So he said, first, Embiid previously had a lateral meniscus tear in his left knee. He had This was back in 2017. I think I talked about it last week. Yeah, and he had Hawk series. A men- or, no, that no, was no, his no, right no, knee. Yeah, that was a different one. You're right. He had a <laughs> meniscectomy. I think that's how you say that. To, to, to remove the damage. Damn, he can't have kids anymore? <laughs> yeah i mean arthur might be the only one they took they take that meniscus out you're sterile after that but yeah. uh yeah yeah you get too much of the meniscus removed it kind of compromises your your thrusting it's ability to me what the fuck? hey you never know a guy that big that his knees that, that knee works in funny ways but uh so yeah he had that taken out and then uh earlier this year he missed those five games with knee inflammation and soreness so what this guy's saying is that he thinks that the Kamingo falling on Embiid didn't start it. A few sports scientists have said that. But regardless, they say that he'd been walking around with this displaced flap. Mm, a displaced flap. when my flap gets displaced. Yeah. Could I, you imagine if worst. your flap got displaced? Oof. I, I couldn't imagine. I don't even know how that would even wear. What? No, I don't know. A flap? Mm. Yeah, we're not talking the whole bone. We're talking a flap. Just a you flap. want you want your flap to be in place. Yeah, you don't want that thing flapping around, despite yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, a flappy meniscus does not sound like a good meniscus to me. It sounds no. like a terrible meniscus. I'd rather have a floppy disc. <laughs> flappy, <laughs> flappy disc. I'm not talking about the back. I'm talking about floppy discs. Floppy discs. Mm. I remember floppy discs from Hell elementary yeah. school. You remember them from first grade? Uh, yeah, they had the games on there. Yeah, they would hold like 2.4 yeah, megabytes. Like you felt Oregon like you Trail had the world in shit. your palm, dude. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I do like a floppy disk. Yo, it is funny, right? This is funny. So, like, <laughs> some of the employees I work with are the floppy disks predate them. They never seen a floppy disk in their life. Oh, yeah. So, um, you tell them, like, the, the, the ERP, Trevor, you remember Microsoft Dynamics from when you worked sure, at Disk yeah. Makers? It has the floppy disk in the top that you click on save. I still like the save logo on most programs mm-hmm. too, and it's like people are like, "What the fuck is this?" So like, I was telling one of my like people I was training, I was like, "Yeah, go click on the floppy disk." They're like, "What the hell's that?" Because they're like twenty five. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is." I'm you like, come yeah, back that's... fifteen minutes later. You're like, "Did you do it?" They're like, "Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yep, it's over here somewhere." Like, oh, I always yeah. have to be like, "Oh, I'm showing my age here a little bit, even though I'm not even that old." But I'm like, yeah. Dude, when I was working there, I had someone one time submit their artwork for a project on floppy disks. How many had to floppy try to, disks? Was I don't that? know. I forget. It was, it was the weirdest thing. But we had to try to like track down a, a floppy disk drive. Was there one in the building? <laughs> I think someone had one. Yeah. Oh my god. Like yeah, go go into the, probably in that weird attic area. They had like some oh, old that computer was weird. Yeah. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Huh. But anyway, yeah, flat, floppy disks, man. Shout out floppy disks. But anyway, so yeah, he has this displaced flap in his meniscus. And then what this doctor was saying was, in the event that there's a full tear, they shut someone down. They have to repair the whole meniscus. Mm-hmm. And that's an, oh, that's the entire season. He's out like six months. 
in this case, he's only going to be out. He's going to be evaluated in four weeks. So it's fair to say that the displaced flap was not a full tear. And it's just, as the Sixers have been calling it, like a procedure. It's not a full-on surgery. I do think it's lame that they're calling it a procedure and they're not acknowledging or they're not considering it a tear. Because for all intents and purposes, a a displaced flap, excuse me, is a tear. The the Sixers medical staff, as I said last week, is just constantly on some BS. But didn't he go to San Diego, though, to get that shit done? Or L.A.? Uh, He flew back to Philly. Or they flew in a special doctor for this shit. Maybe he does like all the like L.A. or San Diego. It's like a well-known. It wouldn't surprise me if they there's they like that. they got the best flap doctor yeah. in the country. Dude, hey, flapping do the left and right. You got to make sure you get rid of the flap, dude. Yeah. But anyway, so wrapping up. So what the the Sixers said they'll be re- reevaluated in four weeks. Sham Sharania, who initially broke it as a tear, and the Sixers tried to tell him not to who is ultimately right that it is a tear, is saying that he thinks it'll be about six to eight weeks before Embiid comes back. I think yeah. that's fine. But he did. Shams, like, Woj is saying, yeah, it seems like there is hope he comes back. Shams is saying, yeah, I'm told in six to eight weeks he'll most likely be back. So I'm, I'm taking Shams in this one. Like, he's been right about this from the beginning. Six to eight weeks has Embiid coming back end of March, early April. Ramps up for the playoffs. The Sixers are probably going to be a play-in team. So hopefully he can get his legs under him by then. I think the more time, the better. Even if he they do evaluate him in, what, a four-week, they're going to reevaluate him. Even if they have good signs then, give it the other six to eight just to be safe because he hasn't his track record will, sh- will say that he will get hurt again at some point before the end of the year. So mm-hmm. Miles will give him the extra time. It's not like they're fucking in contention or doing anything crazy right now anyway. So I think just the more time is better for the big man, unfortunately, you know, as unfortunate as it may be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they did rush him back in four weeks, that would be ill-advised. He's probably going to get hurt. And you got to keep his come back and keep play his like, expectations tempered too. Don't be letting him fucking you know say he's fine and do his thing. Like you just gotta. That's why this like got yeah. to the point that it's at in the first place. Yeah. Doctors got to uh, they got to take control of the situation. Look out for him, which they have not done in most of his career here after his first couple of years where they were right to sit him out. But hopefully they figured something out. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I guess there isn't a whole lot else to say about the Embiid injury. We'll see when he gets back. Yeah, he's going to be gone for a while. And the team looks dog shit right now without yeah. him. I'll say that. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, they look extremely ass. It is dude. bad. It is rough to watch. Bad, bad. It feels like Maxi had the game last week after we recorded where he put mm-hmm. up 51. It's like, oh, they can win if, if without Embiid. The only way they're going to win without Embiid is if Maxi puts up 50. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Which he probably can do that a few more times, but you can't expect him to consistently do that. Not consistent play like that, no. It's just sad to see. They just kind of are flailing around, and I I don't know. It's just a sad team to watch, which is kind of what we we expected. I feel like a rough-looking team at the start of the season, and they built up the hope, and Embiid came out looking crazy, and Maxi was great, and everyone looked really good. Embiid gets out, which inevitably he does every year, and the team just... Oof. Ah. Yeah, they're they're they've never been more poorly equipped to play without him than this year, right? Because in past years you would have Ben Simmons and a bunch of shooters. You'd have Jimmy Butler, JJ Redick, Ben Simmons, right? Like you'd mm-hmm. have guys. And you'd have James Harden, who put up forty point games against yeah. the Celtics in the playoffs and won us those games. This year you have Maxi, which is great, but I don't think he's ready to be that 
number one guy like Harden or Butler was. And uh, they don't have the shooters that Ben Simmons had surrounding him. And it's just, it's it's bad, dude. The defense looks awful. Yeah. Mo Bamba sucks. Ass. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Oubre. We we were all about Kelly Oubre yeah, earlier in the year. He's looking back to the guy that we assumed we were going to get. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if uh, Diane, I know you are probably listening. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I did tell you in the beginning of the year, once the season started and he was playing good, that I owed you an apology. I don't rescind the apology, but I'm just here to say I told you so. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's re- he's turned to a pumpkin. Rocco can't get healthy. No. Melton, he has lower lumbar or whatever. It just sounds like his back is just contorted. Yeah. Um, who am I forgetting? Batum. Yeah. Hamstring. He's 35. That hamstring's probably is what it Toast. is. Yeah. They're just, they're, they're just not. They, they're had just, they had to start Daniel House the other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jaden Springer started. Yeah. We'll get to him. He, he'd been playing. He was playing good day. But, uh, yeah, they're just a team in shambles right now. It's the more unwatchable than the process because at least in the process years, you There's knew they no were going to be there. And yeah. you just looked forward to seeing young players develop. This team, like, you want them to be good. They don't even really have young players to develop that much. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's a chore to watch them in the last couple of games. I couldn't, the, the game against Dallas, I was at band practice and I came home for the fourth quarter when they really started to blow the game. And it was just difficult to watch. Yeah. And then last night's game, first half, I was all in. Third quarter, I just tuned out. I was just messing around on my phone, wasn't even paying attention. It's just a chore to watch them. Yeah, it's rough. They went from appointment television to disappointment television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the the name of the game with this team historically the last couple of years with Embiid. I mean, even with other pieces here and there with Ben and all those guys that we had before, like they were at least could squeak out a win here and there. But the team has historically looked, you kind of hold your breath when Embiid's not playing when this team's out there. And it just sucks this year that they just look so bad. But they're in it for a little bit. You're like, oh, all right, first quarter, second quarter, not too bad, not terrible. Second half, they just don't have – there's nothing left. But, you, I mean, without any really buddy playing, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I was thinking watching one of the games that, I mean, without Embiid, you would think that they can just play really fast. Maxie's really fast, right? Um, but even you had Pat Bev playing 25, 30-some minutes, like – Yeah. Yeah, the, the thing yeah, is, great defense, but you ain't gonna get any points that way. Yeah, they don't. They don't have enough guys that can play fast with each other. Because ideally, they would do the thing that Ben Simmons' teams would always do when Embiid was out. Just every play is a fast break. Every play is early offense. Mm-hmm. You're getting a bucket in the first eight seconds of the shot clock, and you just run the score up. But they can't even do that because you got KJ Martin playing big minutes. Yeah, he's ass, dude. You got. Who else is well? Mo Bamba, we've already talked about, Trash. sucks. Uh, Tobias, he's been, actually been fine, but if Tobias is your second best player in and out, yeah, you're not going to win that many games. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. There no, I just, no, yeah. there's no, there aren't, aren't any easy answers. Yeah, I mean, pretty much all you can do at this point is just wait and see where they end up by the time the playoffs are all around, what position they're in, if Embiid is back. There's really not a whole lot to say about the team in the interim. There's just there's not going to be much to watch there. No, it literally just hinges upon Embiid. That's it. I mean, 
we could pivot to the free agent, like to the trade deadline moves and shit like that. But none of those screamed win now. I mean, they're all just kind of their moves. I mean, they're okay. You know what I mean? But they're not like, oh shit, I didn't look at my phone and I was like, holy shit, like, wow, we got a big piece to play, like to patch us over for when the gets back. Holy shit. Like they're all just kind of like, you know, buddy heel is great, but without Embiid, how does that offense work? I don't know. I mean, it just, none of it really was that uh, exciting for this year. It's good for long run, but I, I... Well, if you look at each one of the moves individually, they kind of got worse and worse as the day went on. Because Buddy Heald, you could make yeah. the case that... I yeah. was, when I, yeah, when I first heard that they got Buddy Heald, and yeah, it was for three, what was it, three second-round picks? Three second-round picks, yeah. I think that was it two or three? Oh, was, no, yeah, that three. was three. Three, two, yeah. It was three, Korkmaz, and, and Marcus and Morris. Morris. Yeah. And I was fine with that. I don't, I've always liked Buddy Heald. They're desperately needing good three-point shooting. Yeah. They've been having, you know, the worst um, in terms of three-point attempts a game in the whole league. It's been just terrible from that from that point. So definitely a, a need being filled there for sure. And he's, you know, the best guy for that available. So I was totally fine with that. And then it just got uh, – then it got weirder and like, okay – what are they doing? What are they? What are we doing here, guys? Just started to feel more like the objective was to get under the salary cap or the luxury cap and all that kind of shit. Yeah, which I mean, they've done that cowardly shit in the past, right? Josh Harris. I mean, he's buying more teams, man. He's got to save money. Now he's yeah. gonna have to fly from Washington to Philly to New Jersey. He's got to save that jet fuel. You know what I'm saying? You know how he does. <laughs> By paying, by not paying Jaden Springer's contract, mm. that's how he saves that jet fuel money. He, he's he's an asshole. But yeah, the, the moves just got progressively worse, right? Like you go from picking up Buddy Healed. Okay, cool. Did you probably give up a little more than I would have liked? Yeah, I mean that Toronto twenty twenty four pick is probably going to be a late first round pick, which you can usually find a gem every now and again. Or I'm sorry, a late sec or an early. Early it's, second. Yeah, early, it's an early yeah. second, which is essentially the same as a late first. Right. So you give that up. Okay. Then what was next? You send Daniel House to Detroit mm-hmm. for what? We sent Daniel House to Detroit for a second, right? Um, or did we send him and a second to Detroit? I forget. I, I don't think we got anything phone. back there except for – I think just, that was just a pure salary dump. We just dumped him? Yeah, I think that's what that was. No, I have in my notes. Maybe they we sent him in a second round pick to Detroit, so we gave up another second just to get off his contract. Yeah. Four seconds, which yeah. I mean, he's not a great player. He was the the dumbass that was chucking up shots when Embiid was going for seventy points. Yeah, so that's not cool. But he uh, also apparently, did you see that picture? He showed up to the game the other night yeah. wearing the Apple yeah. Vision thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, yeah. get this nerd out of here. <laughs> So he was expendable in my book, but to like just give him up is not great. But then, this was the stunner. This one hurts. I'm about to have to do two of my, my yeah. two shots after this. Mm-hmm. We traded Pat Bev to the Bucks for campaign, who sucks, and a second-round pick. I guess we had to get one of those seconds back, but we didn't have to give a Pat Bev. But, uh, I mean, that's just disappointing. Yeah. He's the heart and soul of the team, man. The most Philly athlete ever, and we didn't even keep him for a season. Like, when I saw that news, like, I, like, was 
almost in tears. <laughs> yeah, that shit hurt. Pretty, pretty rough. I mean, especially, I mean, if you consider after when Bede went down, that first game they had was against, um, well, I guess not after he was officially out-out, but when he got scratched for the the Denver game. Yeah. And Pat Bev, like, made that game fun. I mean, we lost, but, like, he still, he made, close. The, he, he, made the, he, like, made that game fun and exciting to watch. And, you know, he was one of the few guys you could still kind of look forward to just seeing what he does on the court and all this and that, but. Plus, yeah, I feel like don't he gets have that the, anymore now. I feel like he would get the team at least involved or excited or, you know, get the. He just was a true definition of the vibe guy in the locker room. Like, he's going to put yeah. up crazy numbers? No, but he's consistently who he is. You know what I mean? Like, he puts up decent numbers. So he'll get you four or five points a game, but good amount of assists, too. Maybe a block or two. Maybe a steal or two. Like, he does all the scrappy shit that, you know, doesn't really. that kind of gets overlooked. And he fits so well into the city. He was like, dude, I should have been here when I started my career. I loved it here. But it fucking sucked to get pretty much nothing in return for yeah. giving up someone like that. And to the Bucks, who were fucking like, Sans a Doc debacle. Yeah, like, play for pretty Doc stacked. Rivers. Like, damn, what the fuck? Yeah, so then they add insult to injury. They trade Jaden Springer to the Celtics yeah. for a second round pick. Like, why are you trading. Mm-hmm. guys to to the your two biggest rivals in the conference right and like they're your two best perimeter defenders who who's playing defense on the sixers now yeah it's a bitch move i don't like i said and not to take away like yeah when i saw the buddy Hill move i was like all right they were like all right we're gonna make a big move before the deadline it's gonna be you know even nick nurse was like you know we're we're not gonna be light with this we're gonna make aggressive moves and like like you said, Trevor, like I thought that was the start of something cool, but then it just kind of made everything else feel kind of null and void. Like, so we got Buddy healed and what? Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't that torn up about getting rid of Springer. But I don't, to the Celtics, I don't just to the point that I to guess the, I just don't think he's a guy that you can play in the playoffs. I don't think you can put him in the rotation. Nah, in the playoffs but it's still just the principle, like a though. Zero factor on offense. I mean, it's but, the it's the principle. Mm. They give up but, on young players too quickly. Yeah. He's 21. Look look what happened when we gave up Isaiah Joe. He's been hooping. It's true. Second round but he, pick. He could, all, he could always sh- like shoot a little bit. This is just a quintessential Philadelphia thing to do in general in all sports. Where like, you get rid of a guy that might not seem like that big of a deal, but you give him to a division rival who is your biggest division rival, your div- you know biggest rival in general, and this could come around bites in the ass. Might not be this year. Might not be next yeah. year, yeah, James but Springer at some could point, be, this shit's gonna come down gonna be to like him when, shooting uh, a shot, and kicking our ass for some bullshit. Yeah, I could see the classic thing where one of our players goes to Boston and becomes good, like uh, when Patrick Chung went to the Patriots <laughs> and became a, a, like a decent player. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where the fuck was this guy? Yeah, yeah, just annoying. This shit like that. It's like you could send him anywhere else you want to. You got multiple teams you could send him out. To. You got to send him to fucking Boston. Yeah, you couldn't find another team that would give you a second round pick. Anybody. Hello. Yeah. That was just that's just a stupid thing. I hate that shit. Yeah, it's don't give him Boston anybody. They don't deserve that. Now he can he's hang gonna... out with Joe Missoula and watch the town. <laughs> Dude, he's gonna develop into a like a Marcus Smart type player. I'm telling you, we're gonna regret this. I, I'm saying it. What's today's Wait. date? February eighth, twenty twenty four at nine thirty one p.m. Mark my words, Jaden Springer might not be this season. It's definitely not gonna be this season. Might not even be next season. By 2025, <laughs> 26, 
My man's going to be year a baller. 2040. <laughs> He's going to be Marcus Smart, dude. And we yeah. are going to regret it. I mean, my instinct was like, well, this he's just another Matisse Thibel. But to your he's point, better. at least to your point, at least we gave Thibel a pretty good run here before yeah. they decided to move on. Thibel was like twenty five when we traded him. Yeah. yeah. Springer's twenty one. Till the whole COVID debacle, he just didn't want to get yeah, vaxxed. Yeah. That shit really tanked that his fucking, fucking career. Hip, <laughs> fucking <laughs> hippie. Yeah. He, well, he got the first shot, but not the second one. That is what the funniest dumbass, part. Dude. Right in the time for the playoffs, couldn't go make the jump, and our defense crumbled, and that was just, oh, that was, ugh. Yeah, so <laughs> he Spring, was never right after that. I, I like Springer more than Thibault. Let me do these shots. So these shots are too, uh, I made that stupid bet that Jimmy Butler would be a sixer. I didn't, <laughs> yo, the, the thing is, Honestly, didn't really think that that was going to happen, but I just said, "What the hell? I'll do it for the fun." Yeah. Well, well it sounds like you. you just wanted to do some shots. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably pretty much. But I'll do one with you. Oh, you, you want one? Right, I'll do yeah. one with you. Yeah, let me pour yeah, you I one. Do... I won't do. Yeah. I won't do two, but I'll do one. Nice, and it's a Flyers one. Yeah, you got the good one. The one good team in town who yeah. we we'll talk about. It was like I'm going to do two shots if Pat Mahomes is still a chief next year. <laughs> Nah, I won't go that far. If Pat Mahomes wins two games next year, I'll do it. Thank you. Yeah, it sucked, man. He was even kind of sad, too, about it when he announced it. That's drinking, buddy. Ah, yes. Warm tequila on a Thursday. Nothing better. Hey, that's drinking, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just sucks. All around vibes guy. Fit into the city. We were all crazy and loved him. He loved us. But I was crazy in love like Beyonce. Sick. Not not a <laughs> not an untypical thing to see with the Sixers where it's like you got a guy like Butler. The guy vibes so well with the city. He played well for the city. Boom. Didn't want to bring him back. A guy like Pat Bev. Not a whole lot, but kind of the blue collar-esque guy. He gives you that feel, you know. Let him go. Again, to a rival. Not that they're a direct rival, but still, the Bucks have always been on our ass. It just stinks. Yeah, it was not a good deadline. Like, I don't want to sit here and belabor the point about Pat Bev. Like, everyone that listens to this pod knows how we all feel about him. It sucks. The, the, my problem is, I got a couple problems with this. Is So, they freed up these roster spots, right? And there's... It's not so much rumor. I think it's pretty much going to be a foregone conclusion that Kyle Lowry is coming home, which, like, don't get that twisted. Like, I respect Kyle Lowry. He's from here. He's a Philly guy. He's kind of washed, like, given the choice between having him and Pat Bev. You think they're going to give him the keys to the city, too? They're going to just do that ceremony again? Cut him in three months. (laughs) Marcus Morris Morris doesn't live here anymore. So, yeah, they're probably going to ask him for the key back. Yeah, Yeah, Marcus, give us that key back. We need it back. I'm sorry. And then he's going to see Kyle Lowry get it back. And he's like, man, this is some bullshit. Traded me and gave the keys to someone else. But I just don't see how it's exciting as a new player now coming into the situation where it beads out for the foreseeable future. You cut a great locker room guy. The rest of the team's pretty young and either injured and old or young and playing their ass off and not really winning games. Like, what's. I don't. It's not like you're a true contender team right now. They're not a no, contender. They aren't. So like, it it's not an exciting time to play for the Sixers. Yeah. On, as it is, I mean, could have been you know a couple months ago when Embiid and Maxi were doing thirty points a game apiece. Like okay, yeah, but now you kind of lost the whole mojo that you had. 
You're at ground zero now. Yeah, I mean, the vibes on like in the locker room can't be good. They're losing a bunch of games. The vibes on the court suck. You traded away a locker room guy in Pat Bev. Bringing Kyle Lowry, presumably you bring in Kyle Lowry. It seems like that's going to happen. Is he supposed to just fix the culture all by himself well, we while he's nice still little, losing games? Chunky little man who's late in his career just because he went to Colonel Dockery. Like, woo, you know, I don't know. Like that, fuck. This whole bringing people back to Philadelphia because they're a Philadelphian or they spend time in this city is getting a little bit belabored here, I think. Uh, and look across, how it worked for the Eagles. Across sports in general. I mean, yeah, you got Vangio, cool, but like. No, well, I'm talking about, I'm talking also, about how it worked for the Eagles in a not good way. Like, Byron wasn't great. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're bringing all these guys like, oh, man, I love Philadelphia. Like, I don't Switch give a fuck if you love the city, if you're playing sports, if you're good, cool. If you're not, I don't give a shit where you're from. Yeah. This isn't caught, like, we're not recruiting people to go play for Alabama or Temple because you're lo- that makes more sense. It's high school shit. This is like, we're talking about pros. What are we What are we doing here? I don't really get it. Like, I don't like it at all. I think Kyle Lowry's a Nick Nurse guy. They won a championship together. So I think Nick Nurse is probably kind of pulling some strings there. I think yeah, yeah, he's I also he's also you. a Daryl Morey guy, too. Daryl Morey pulled for him in Houston. Yeah, but he's not fucking Kawhi Leonard. It's Kyle no, Lowry. I hear you. I hear you. But but I'm just saying, I think that's kind of why he's ended up, he ended up here. But my problem with it is, is like they were putting too much stock into these buyout guys. Old, too. Yeah. These, Older. We all don't these need... buyout guys are old and they're bought out right. because they're making yeah, they're money. Right. And right. they aren't that good. Right. Like, need I remind you... Of the backup centers we we had as buyout guys, we're talking DeAndre Jordan, hell yeah, mm. Greg Monroe, who was basically the reason we lost that Raptors series, yeah, yeah, uh, Willie Cauley Stein, um, Dwayne Dedman. Oh fuck, forgot about him. Damn. Right, all these guys sucked. And like, we're gonna sit here and say, yeah, we didn't, we pick, we're gonna buy out Kyle, we're gonna get get power Kyle Lowry off the buyout market. He's going to move the needle. No, he's not. No. We're going to get – I don't even know what centers are available because Drummond stayed with Chicago. We're well, Chicago get, didn't even give us a call back. We're going to get They some, called into Chicago. They just didn't even Chicago, fucking talk Chicago to us. Chicago left us on I red. I would have liked Andre Drummond. I'm oh, I definitely would have brought him. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a good pickup. I liked him prior they, before It sounded like they wanted a lot for him. Yeah. Well, he's been yeah. – He's expiring contract. The Bulls are stupid. Yeah, we're not a Chicago podcast, but like the Bulls are dumb. They, that team's very poor. They just held, they held out to like everybody. Yeah, because yeah. they want to compete. They want to compete for a playing spot. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. It's it's there's two extra. Just game. Holding, they want well, the revenue for those two extra games. They're holding everybody exactly. hostage. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. They're greedy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the buyout market just isn't going to to result in anything super effective for this team i think it's also disappointing that we don't get to see kyle lowry and pat bev play together because that would have been that? so much annoying energy on the court just oh, a couple man. old geezers just, just geezers. Yeah. around with people fucking yeah just pissing people off that would have been cool couple short kings yeah, yeah. you know what though <laughs> it will be fun to see them play against each other yeah a couple old geezers it'll just yeah. be, be like like what do you call it like Fighting like old, up, old men. Put up the old <laughs> fisticuffs. Yeah. So that'll be fun, but yeah. So that's my one problem with it, right? Is that they're putting way too much stock in the buyout market to fix this season. The other thing is, is seems like they're putting all their eggs in the basket of like this cap space that they're going to have in the off season, right? Because they freed up yeah. all this cap space. They didn't trade any of their first round picks. They got a couple seconds back that they'll probably also look to move. 
So they're putting everything into the offseason. When the best free agent available is Paul George, he's probably going to resign. After that, it's Tobias Harris probably. <laughs> he yeah. might even go to the Pacers again because now they're looking pretty good. The, the, the Pistons? Remember he went, no, Paul George? Oh, Paul, no, yeah, Paul well, Paul George is probably going to resign. Siakam, yeah. or, Siakam was rumored to be a Sixers target, but he's probably going to resign. There's rumors that he can go back home where he came from, though. I'm not going to lie, only because they're looking pretty decent now. Would you got Halliburton and all that shit out there? Either way, he ain't coming here. No, but that's what. But that's the weird thing, though, is that this isn't super unpredictable because Maury said in the offseason when fucking Harden was drinking wine in China, was like, oh, I'm not coming back here. And Maury was like, I promised him be that we would build – Next offseason is going to be a big offseason. But, like, what? You didn't really make any big moves this season to help us out that way. You're making all this cap space. There's not a lot of guys to get next year. So, like, what is the – what's our end goal here? Yeah, what's the big goal? I don't get what it. What is the big – the, keep... I mean, I guess you never know who's going to become available by trade. That's the that's but... the only thing they're banking on. Which, yeah. I mean, but, that's, it, you... but what trade value do we have? We don't have anybody we, else to really have, get like, rid of. We have, like, picks. five first-round picks. Yeah. But – I mean, you're banking on a star becoming pissed, which doesn't happen every yeah, year. It happened risky. with Dane yeah. this past year. It happened with Harden when we traded him. But that doesn't happen every year. No. Yeah. Well, unless you're Harden. Then it does happen every yeah, year. well, it happens to him every year. <laughs> yeah. But what quality, like, also, how like high level of a star are we getting? Are we talking, like, Zach Levine? I don't want him. Like, that's probably the level of star we're talking right now. It's like, you need someone better than that. I don't... I don't. I don't see the the big picture here. I can't. I. I don't know. I don't. I don't get what this team's doing. But and then in the short term, they're going to be extremely ass. Look at this, right? So here, here is their roster. You got. We're talking Tyrese Maxey, DeAnthony Melton, who's out with this back injury, which seems like pretty bad. Whatever it is, Campaign, who isn't that good, Buddy Heald. Who like should lift their offensive ceiling, not even their ceiling. But he he can't should carry lift, the team. He should lift their offensive floor. I don't know how much he's lifting their ceiling without Embiid. Him and Embiid will be interesting together if that happens. Then we're talking Turk Smith. Turk Smith's been balling actually. Yeah, I like Turk Smith. Need to play him. He might get to play some more minutes with this butt ass roster. Then we're talking forwards: Tobias, Batum, Ubre, KJ Martin, who sucks. Ricky Council the fourth, he's shown a thing or two, but like he's not, I don't think he's that good. And Robert Covington, who's also like, seems like he MIA. might be out for a while. He just is MIA. Then yeah. we're talking B-Ball Paul. Still love B-Ball Paul. And then Mo Bamba. This roster is ass, dude. Yeah. yeah. Especially it's, when you figure three or four of the guys are injured. What the? So long term, I don't know what's going on. Short term, they're going to be hot garbage. It's just... It's going to be a very interesting next couple months. By interest, very interesting, I mean probably pretty boring. It's not good. No. They didn't have a Ponce Tony Phil calling an early spring for them. They said <laughs> no. early Doom. Ponce Tony Phil said, I'm going to extend y'all's winner of discontent yeah. forever. We're going to be depressed for a while now. Punks of Tony Phil was the, the guy holding the gun in the astronaut meme. <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. astronaut, astronaut, groundhog. Fuck. No one ever saw that coming. Game's a game, baby. Yeah. That's just a life of Philadelphia fan the right there. The playing the game it's to lose. It is. Yep. 
But uh, is that just about wrap up the Sixers? Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, it's been uh, and now that I'm before we su- all start crying, sufficiently yeah. unhappy and depressed and angry and disgruntled and all of the above. But on the bright side, might be able to get to Sixers tickets real cheap now. That's okay. true. I still haven't been to a game. Same. So. so maybe we look to that then. <laughs> yeah, get to floor tickets to see Kyle Lowry's oh. ancient ass. Yeah, his ancient and huge ass. He's older than us. <laughs> How, there's yeah. not many NBA players older yeah, than us. Yeah. Could probably count them on one hand. Yeah. LeBron, mm. Kyle Lowry. Nah, probably two. There's, there's, yeah, there's some guys plenty out, out there. there. Jeff Green. Yeah, Steph. Yeah, there's still a decent amount. There's plenty. Relax. Don't get too uh, depressed here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel a little better. <laughs> he said, "I'm an old man." <laughs> Guess we can touch on the the fly guys. Yeah. Hey, Return to the All Star break. Big win. Flyers. Big win over yeah. the uh, the Florida Panthers. Cup contending Florida Panthers, they beat them in a pretty hard-fought game. They looked really bad in the first period, came back. And they just beat the Jets. And they just yeah. beat the Jets. All right, there we go. Woo-woo. So those are two Shut pretty out, good Phil. teams that they beat. 4-1. 4-1. 4-1. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Not bad. Great game today, too. Yeah. They need to get a little upswing, but they look yeah, good. Yeah, Tippett's back. You know, Harrison's standing on Harrison's his head. looking good. I mean, I know last. I mean, I guess it was last week or the week before we were talking about like, are they really going to be able to lean on Urson like a true number one and give him that big workload? And we're like, maybe not. But kind of seems like they're just going to run him out there a lot. And he's young. Yeah, he yeah, he's it. young. He's not and, old. Yeah. So I mean, he's playing. We'll see teams. what they have. He's playing good teams. He's getting good. You know, shots at him. It's not like he's playing teams that haven't been shooting yeah, at him. He's been, so he's a lot of been good doing teams. pretty yeah. good and yeah. making some pretty good saves. He'll probably have some games in there that he'll be tired, and that's fine. But if the team plays as excited and energetic as they did today in the last game against the Panthers, they'll be they'll be okay. And they got healthier, which is good to see. Yeah, and Connecting's just a fucking beast, man. He, the dude is. Yeah, Connecting had a Gordy Howe hat trick. In yeah, the, oh, in the first period this <laughs> tonight. Needed, what, and then he four, was getting feisty again at the end of the yeah, second yeah. period. What did he need, 405 or what was it? I don't know, what 14, whatever it was he needed. He didn't need that much time. He killed it. Yeah. No, they're playing good. I am excited to see that. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Do I have it in my notes? Oh, I'm excited to see that they're performing well. Damn, he is because, getting old. <laughs> nah, those two, those two shots hit. Those two shots hit. I'm excited to see that they are playing well, considering that the Sixers are letting us down. Their schedule also gets easier because the Flyers have played a lot of tough teams, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm excited pretty... to see them get like an easier schedule. I think I was listening to the PHLY Flyers podcast. I feel like the Flyers only have like three or four back to backs the rest of the year. They don't have that many back to backs, and the ones that they have aren't like three and four nights or five and seven nights. Yeah, so that's not There's... too many games where you're going to be forced to play uh, Cal Peterson. Exactly. Yeah. So Arison's going to get to play a bunch. You're going to just see what he can do against lesser competition. Should be able to get fat off that. We play Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona, I'm sorry. We play Arizona on Monday. They suck. I haven't looked ahead to the rest of the schedule, but the Flowers can run off some wins right here, man. And they just beat two Stanley Cup contenders. Yeah. Well, it's post at All Star yeah. break too, so people got some time to rest and get you know get right and shit like that. Yeah, that's they what they needed. needed you know, yeah. so I mean, despite they, that five game losing streak, they're still third in the Metro. They're still yeah. in a playoff spot. So they played their ass off the first half of the season. I mean, they shattered expectations the first half. You get on this little break. They had a little slump before that, but they get a couple of days off, recoup, get the body right. They came out looking hot as ever. 
back to where they are. So, hey, who knows what they could do? And I love it. They yeah. just play fun-looking hockey. Yeah, against the uh, the Panthers. I did not watch any of this game, but I read read about it, listened to a podcast or two about it. Against the Panthers, they, they got outshot like some crazy number in the first period. I forget what the number was. But then the rest of the game, the Flyers, like, I think it was the third period, the Flyers outshot the Panthers like 20 to 5 mm-hmm. or something ridiculous. I yeah. should have written it down. But like shell yeah, shock. To your point, like Erickson stood on his head in the first the first period. Then after that, they just took it to him, just blocked a ton of shots. Yeah. Just took a bunch of shots, got the the, the puck in deep in the zone, and just were having at it. But Torts' way of like kind of scheming up the game isn't really sustainable for that long of a you know, that kind of play throughout yeah. the season. So yeah, you could kind of see like in that five game losing streak. Oh, they were they were beat. just gassed. I mean, yeah. the guys yeah. were hurt. They were getting. I mean, they the played such a star break dude. came at a yeah. good time. They do play like such an aggressive game of hockey. You know, granted they they have the, I guess the blessing of uh, youth on that team, but like they're diving, they're putting the stick down, they're jumping, like they're 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 scrappy, they're tough. So yeah, they're just exhausted. So I'm glad that they didn't come out of the All Star break and still look kind of lazy and ass against teams that you would expect them to get the shit kicked out of them for. They came out, looked good, man. And, yeah, yeah. you know, hey, sleep does everybody pretty good. Yeah, they've been pucking, dude. Yeah. They've been pucking hard. As I said, six shots, 99 bananas if they make the playoffs. Yeah, it's we'll coming. See. That's probably happened. No, I forgot to say this when we were talking about the Sixers. That reminded me. If the Sixers do not fall into the play-in, if they are somehow a top six seed in the East... I will do three shots and 99 bananas on this pod. <laughs> All right. Not the same episode as the six for the Flyers. Put it on the board. Yeah, not the same episode, so six. Half bottle. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to have to keep a bottle here <laughs> yeah, at this point. Guzzle the whole bottle. <laughs> oh, put a God, straw in it. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Just but, crazy straw. <laughs> yeah, so that's my Sixers bet. I do think they fall into the play-in, but we're done talking about that garbage team. Yeah, fuck that team. Um, but yeah, the Flyers... It's looking more and more likely that they make the playoffs. I mean, they're running off these wins against high-level competition. They're going to start to play some of the, the dregs of the NHL again. It's, it feels like it's been a while, but their schedule's going to yeah. get easier. Yeah, they look good. I think they, you know, have enough to keep it up. I mean, that, that during that losing streak, some of their guys who were performing really well were kind of slipping off, and it's like, well, they don't really have the depth to make up for that. But now Konechny's back to playing really well. He had a goal tonight and assist, and he had a goal in the Panthers game. So, you know, as long as those guys can can kind of keep playing at that level, they should be able to keep this going and probably make the playoffs. Yeah, it'll be we interesting. See. Be interesting to see what they do at the deadline. The NHL trade deadlines in March. I want to say it's like March eighth or something. It's late. Yeah, it's late. It's later than I even realized it was. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think, obviously, we still expect them to sell Sean Walker. Yeah. Probably sell Scott Lawton. But do they also somehow buy? Like, so suppose Cal Peterson looks really bad. They're like, all right, we're set on making the playoffs, and, like, these six points we could lose in the three games Cal Peterson starts could make the difference. Yeah, if there's, like, a backup out there they get for, like, a fifth round or something, I maybe. think that's going to happen. Yeah. I, he sucks, dude. Yeah, I, I could probably get in there. It's like, no, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, I don't think nah, I was. No, I'm too short. He's he's some 5'11". Yeah, he's you gotta definitely be, tall. You gotta be big me. these days to be a yeah. goaltender. It's not a 
Yeah, it's but you're quick to with the look. You know what I'm talking about? Nah, you're you can do it. You're me so. Not me. I'm out. Uh-uh. I don't. I, I don't even uh-uh. know how to skate. I don't. I don't like hockey yeah, like that. A, but you know what I mean. Guy, I know how to do that to play hockey. Y'all know how to skate? Yeah, I can Hell ice skate. Hell no, Trevor. I can ice skate. You not, can ice skate. I, not to. Not at an NHL level. When you? When did you go? Yeah, when but you, a goalie. When, you just. When's the last time you went ice skating? Probably been a few years at this point, but I I can do it. For a real? goalie, you don't yeah. really got to skate like that. It's not though. that hard. I actually think it's easier than roller. No. What? Yeah. Ice skating, I can only ever go like straight into the wall. I never even tried. And then, like, you know, I can't make the turn. How do you turn? I don't turn. You I just, just go bang, you bang, just bang. Turn your feet the direction. Both <laughs> at the same time? Um, I don't know. I guess. Don't you like, like turn and put. I can't now. Fuck that shit. I, can't I don't know. Do I haven't now. done it in a while, but I, yeah, I can ice skate a little bit. Mm. I can't do you, it. You it's ski? Mm-mm. I only went. To, I went on that, that ski trip once in eighth grade. Oh, I didn't go on that. I, went, I don't do that either. That's the only time I ever went. And the first night, I tried skiing and I ate shit and like hurt my back. And then I also like I was <laughs> I didn't I I didn't know how to stop, which is I guess that's like the thing. Like that's the number one rule to learn how to yeah. do, you put your feet, and feet so like this. I'm like go. I'm like doing well. I'm like damn, this is going great. And then. Uh, couldn't stop. I was like, fuck, this isn't going to end well. And I ended up just slam. There like the little lodge was at the bottom of the hill. And I just like slammed full oh, speed damn. right into it. The skis and the poles just went flying out in four different directions. Were you hurt? Not bad. No, it was like, it, you know, it was, uh, it was, I got roughed up a little bit, but it wasn't like that bad. But then after See, that, yeah, I what it. I switched to was the, the ski blades instead of like ski skis. They're like, they're, you don't need the poles for them, and they're just shorter. What? Like they're just like you don't need the poles, so you're just snowboarding with two feet. Yeah, your kinda. arms are just out. Yeah, but it's like they're easier to maneuver because they're short. They don't get crisscross, you know. Oh. They're just like they're a little easier to handle. Yeah, because they're, they're shorter. Oh, snow and ice sports. Yeah, we gotta get that. Dean on here to talk about skiing. He's a yeah, he's guy. in Colorado right now. We tried to get him on the pod to talk about injuries, but he's like, nah. I'll either go skiing in a blizzard. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, I put me in a hot tub in the snow and ski mountain. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's what but I'm trying to do. I'm trying I'm to not, hang out at the resort. Yeah, I'm at not, the lodge. Yeah, I don't do any of that, Catch man. me at the lodge. I'll, yeah. I'll ride the lift a little bit, take a little scenic view. Nice. Look at that shit. I ain't trying to ski. I can't. I'm cool with that. Yeah, like with all due respect, you don't really see black people out there skiing. You <laughs> might true. see them ice skating, like my man's, who <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about in a minute. But... Wait, 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 did you see that video that was going around of the? Um, it was, <laughs> it was like at some I forget where this was, but it was at some ski resort, and there was like a bunch of black dudes like there, no. and, these, and you just. <laughs> And you just saw this one like old white guy there, and he was so confused. <laughs> he looked so like shocked and confused, and like why is all these black guys skiing? They were probably nice. Just, he was like, "Damn, yeah, it was really funny." Yeah, well, that's the thing, man. You don't really see us up there. Like, I ain't doing all that. Man, I mean, make. I mean, I get it. I, I don't know. There's no. There ain't snow like that in Africa. Mm. Yeah, you gotta get. Be like once you're climbing the mountains, there yeah, is snow in Africa. Unless you're up there yeah, like yeah, that. You gotta, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like we don't. Most black people really don't even do cold. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, we don't do like cold weather at all. Like thirty degrees, it's like damn. You're not trying to get all bundled up and go hit the slopes real quick. Hell no, yeah, no. Not like yeah, be like those guys in uh, Cool Runnings. Yeah, going to the the sh- Canada. Sloosh. 
What's yeah, the, the bobsled. The bobsled team. See, like, cool Bob's, is a great movie. Bobsledding seems kind of cool. Until you get yeah, killed, yeah. though. People will be dying doing that shit. It you is saw dangerous, the yeah. one thing, the skeleton, dead. Sliced their throat right open. Oh. Yeah, I you did see about? that. Yeah. Doing a test run. Yeah, so some of that's that's the thing too. All these ice Yikes. sports are scary, but and try doing that. Then the guy go up there to have to like clean it up for the next day. Yo, hold up! You know which which ice sport is my favorite? Curling. Oh uh, yeah, with the I could do that. Hell yeah, little... we could have a pretty good curling team. I'm not gonna lie. I could do that. Curling's all right, yo. If we had a three person curling team, who would be the little broom person? Who would be the person throwing the puck? Because you gotta have, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Someone's yeah, doing you a little broom guy. You got a, a shooter. Whatever. They, but there's got to be a name for and that. And someone's doing a spotter. I think shooter is a good name for it. Uh, I would be the sweeping person. I think if you're the best on ice, you should be the pushing out the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would be the sweeping person. Yeah. I'd be. I'd be good at that. I think. I'd be. I'd be sweeping the path, dude. <laughs> Spot <laughs> I'd be him doing up. A good job. I'd be sweeping just right. You ever too, see the pictures accurately. of the guys that like usually win that shit or women like whoever plays? The one that looks like the most generic, like just suburban, slightly overweight white dudes that will like just drink beer and watch sports in their garage every day because they're all like just kind of big guys, just like throwing ice. I mean, it's the ultimate just like lazy. Swedish. Hell it's yeah, the ultimate like lazy like Canadian. The USA team, you're like, this is about right. This makes sense. I can see these guys being fucking curling athletes here but they still win olympic gold medal yeah if they do it i like the speed skating shit not talk about speed skating, speed skating. oh that shit's yeah, sick they're doing the laps real fast. hell yeah i ain't doing all that no dude. no i say we gotta do it but like that's my most that's <laughs> yeah, that my be... favorite ice sport hmm. in like the uh winter olympics so what about cross-country skiing Oh, that's boring as shit. Yeah, that's so stupid. That's, I hear that's harder than regular skiing. Don't they though. Oh yeah, up? it's definitely more strenuous because you got to really push with your arms. Like that's gets you probably, probably get brolic as hell doing that. Probably, mm-hmm. but they're all pretty lean lunch. doing it though. You can't be that. You can't be that big. Yeah, but you're probably still pretty brolic though. You might be lean, but you might be brolic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did At see a cool time. video where somebody was doing that and they dropped their sticks. And someone had extra sticks. This like Canadian race, and they gave them an extra pair of sticks, and then they lost. This person was like this, like you and me next to each other, and then you would drop your sticks, and they went, "Hold up, game their sticks," and then you beat me. Damn, ass. Uh-oh. That's some oh, Canadian God. shit right there. That is very Canadian. Yeah. The, the, all right, I guess. But opposite of Cole, we got spring training coming well, up man, soon. We, oh, I gotta mind. give a shout out to my man, dude. Back in number the snow. seventeen, Wayne Simmons. Didn't yeah? I guess did he didn't officially, officially retire? It? But said he's done playing. He said I'm not retiring. I'm but done I'm not playing, playing. But I'm not retiring. <laughs> so, so like, all right. Uh, he's, he's for all intents and purposes. He's, he's done. done. Yeah. Wayne yeah, Train, the man, the man, the legend. The train stops here. Like my favorite flyer, probably ever. Yeah, I he's think. definitely up there for Great sure. Flyer, big time. So like the Flyers had other black players. Ray Emery, shout out to Ray Emery. May may he rest in peace. Yeah, Donald Brashear. Sure. He he was the main. Pierre Edward Belmar. He was all right, but he was no Wayne Train, dude. Yeah, Wayne Train was, he was the man, dude. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with French. 
Yeah. Back uses a French Canadian name, uh, last name, yeah, dude. Well. Don't be dissing France. Damn, look at but, him. See, that's that Russian to him talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> you need to go hang out your boys, Putin, yeah, Stalin, yeah, yeah. Lenin, your boys, dude. But nah, man. Yeah. Have a special place in my heart for Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons was a man. Yeah, he ruled. He was so good. Like, he was so good on the power play in front of the net for all those years. Yeah, dude. great power like, forward doing the dirty work on the power play. Yeah, he's like. Didn't a, lose a fight ever. I don't think I ever saw him lose a fight. He never got at robbed. Wor- never. At worst, a never, draw. Saw him hit, never saw him hit the ice. But I've definitely I've seen him knock out a guy or two. Just yeah. Blast people. Like, yeah. My, two of my favorite memories of him was the 2017 All-Star game. He was the only flyer to make it. That t- that team was bad that year. And then he yeah. won the MVP. Oh, that's right. The that All-Star was awesome. Game. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he wasn't even very good by this point, but his last game, which all three of us was yeah. at, the Winter Classic yeah. against the, Pittsburgh. The, the, the sta- yeah, yeah, oh, my God. The stadium series. In the yeah. rain, the, the in link. the cold. Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't even really make much of an impact that game, but you just knew that was probably going to be his last game, right? Yeah. Great jerseys, great atmosphere. What yeah. a great environment, That was too. so much fun, oh. even though it was cold and wet as shit, and we left early because yeah. Jacob was complaining, like always. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, like after that game, I remember watching footage of this the next day, where Giroux, he scores the game-winning goal. So they used to do the tradition where the, the player of the game would rock the helmet. Mm-hmm. And then Giroux's rocking the helmet, and he gets it to Voracek because Voracek scored the game-tying goal. So Voracek gives the helmet to Simmons. He's like, this may be your last game. You're my brother. I love you, and you deserve this. And then yeah. Simmons They were roommates for a while, I believe. Voracek and Simmons, yeah. Hell yeah. The, like, that made me so happy. And then, sure enough, it was his last game. Yeah. But it was just poetic to see that happen. And special place in my heart for Wayne Simmons. Like, probably the best black flyer ever. I think yeah. that's probably fair to say. Probably, yeah. I, I think mean, so. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna get emotional. Damn. It's time for another shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can move on to warm weather sports now. Yeah, I mean, pitchers and catchers in a week. That's about it. They shipped Not off. Not really the, much else to say about the. They shipped off the fucking. Uh, doing too much. What is it? The equipment. Yeah, the bus water. was driving around oh, yeah. the day. Yep. They, sent, they sent the fanatic with down with the bats and the balls. You know, so that's about that's about it. Dave Dombrowski was like, "We're not going to be." He was talking. He said that uh, despite they didn't, despite the fact that they didn't make any crazy moves, it's not for lack of effort or for lack of what they're trying to do. But you know, I mean, it's it's baseball. They kind of shot their load the last two three years. So like, I understand that they're probably a little tight in the purse you know they have no problem uh paying the fines or whatever to you know have the little whatever it is if you're going to spend extra money and all that shit but like you got a good offensive team harper's going to be healthier than he was last year probably the last two years you had him for a full season be good to have him back healthy and fine you got a bullpen you got both aces back you know, Nola came back. They're going to sign Wheeler, hopefully, to a long-term deal after the, or at least, you know, he said that's, he, him. he spoke on WIP yeah. the other day. He said that's the number one move. So I think that all the bats are back. You got, I mean, Turner. If Turner he, should be better than he was for most of them. Right. If he's half as good as he was the second half of the year to start the season, we don't go on that early slump. And that's really what's been killing this team 
every season the last three years since we got Harper where it's like they don't quite know what to do in the first, you know, two months. And then they start playing and then they're like trying to get into a wild card spot. We're like, you know, they don't really need to make, you know, they could put offers out there for good players. But this roster right now could go win it whenever they want. And I think Dombrowski's, you know, doing what he can to to add some pieces here and there, but not do anything too crazy yet. Yeah, I mean, I think the roster's set up to contend. I have my concerns. Dombrowski said it's probable that Rojas is the starting center fielder, but not likely. You have to really hope that he learned how to hit high velocity. We're not even breaking stuff. Breaking stuff was his problem last year. You have to learn, hope that he really learned how to hit breaking stuff. He does look yoked. You seen pictures of him, man? Yeah, he's he getting, getting jacked up. Well, it's kind of like Alec Baum that way. Not in the full sense of being developed, but like we haven't, you know, we're kind of getting, we used in the early 2000s when we had Utley and, How, you know, Howard and Rollins and Victorino, like, you know, we were a developmental team. We kind of lost sight of that with just buy, buy, buy. We've yeah. been buying all these guys that can hit already. Schwarber, Harper, fucking Turner. I mean, you know, Cassianos, uh, JT, even so, you know, we're starting to see now, you know, the stats and the bombs, you know, maybe Rojas can be the next guy to be a young guy that we have, that we grew, that we can help develop because you don't really have anybody else from a hitting perspective that they're calling up and trusting in that. Not anytime soon. And no. the fact that he kind of was one of the pieces that made us, not made us, but he was a, a, a weak link in the playoff run. They're putting a lot of trust in him saying, hey, we're not going to go out there and get another center fielder right now. Like We're going to hope that you can develop and focus on your game. That's what I'm saying. I'm a you little know, concerned about that. I'm okay with that. I mean, I think that even if he only gets slightly better, that's okay. I mean, he didn't really come into fold and play until, what, when Marsh got like hurt? August, yeah. So, you know, again, I think that you have a full offseason of knowing that you're the guy or at least potentially the guy. Puts a little fire in your butt. At least you have a little center field kind of competition out there. So mm. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm just concerned he's going to pick up where he left off in the playoffs, which probably just the Negadelphian in me. I'm sure he'll be better, but I have my concerns about that. I'm also concerned about this. Everyone's saying we need to sign Zach Wheeler. We need to extend Zach Wheeler. He's a little old. Exactly. A pitcher that relies on velocity so much, what's he going to look like in three years? If we extend him for five years, he could be ass by the third year. Cliff Lee wasn't necessarily a pitcher that relied on velocity. Cliff Lee didn't have a precipitous decline like Roy Halladay, which Roy Halladay's decline was like partially the result of drugs. It wasn't natural, but like Cliff Lee also like was very good for a while. Then he just started getting injured. Then he just left the team. Yeah. Right? And, like, that can happen with pitchers where they just have one injury and that's that. Yeah. And, like, with the Phillies, we're still playing Cliff Lee for, like, a year or two after that. Well, so you're like, hoping, I guess, guys like Painter actually can play. He's not for pitching the, this year. Uh, no, but I guess the hope is that then Wheeler kind of holds you over until Painter then can be healthy and come in. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it's just kind of the cost of doing business. If you want a guy like that around, you're going to have to pay, you know, overpay deal with those back end years so that you can get two or three good the years Phillies still. are doing that too much the weird thing is though is that like wheeler might have a decrease in velocity year over year especially in regular season but he 
he he earns his weight in gold in the postseason with his velocity because when he plays in those big games, he does go bongers with velocity. This is his last year under contract. I think they have to extend him. I mean, I, I think they need to. It depends on what they might not be. It. Might not be pretty, but I'm I not mean, crazy about it. It depends on These what the next few years are. Kind of, I mean, they don't have any pitching prospects that other than Painter that de- are close. Depends on yeah. what the market is. It depends on two things right there. I guess three really. How he plays this year, how the team does this year, and what the market is next all season for pitchers. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to gauge a lot of it. You know, if he if he comes out there and does the same thing that he did this year, re-sign him, no big deal. If he does just as well as he did last year, and we get a deep postseason run where either you know in the World Series and win, or you know, right around that, okay. If he has a slight decline in the regular season, but then we still make a deep postseason run and he's killing it when he does pitch, okay. But if he show some signs of decline in big moments in the regular season, you know, playing the Mets or playing the Marlins or playing any kind of regular team like that, playing L.A., they're going to be a big team to play this year. And there's a big market after this season for pitchers. I say you, you cut his ass in the if Painter also is healthy. Well, which is a big what, if. What I think is going to they're going to try to do the same thing they did with Nola in that they're going to try to negotiate before the season starts. So you won't really have an opportunity to see like how well, they're trying he looks. to buy him low. Yeah, but the, the like they also might be buying like they might be buying him while his value is high to them, and then he comes out and has a dud of a season, and it's like oh we're stuck with this guy for four more That's years. The name of the game and buying people out. Though, yeah, like I mean, that, it, you know? like Trevor said, it's the cost of doing business. It's just I don't like it, yeah. and it could end up backfiring, especially because you figure they're they're backloading. Or they're front-loading a lot of these contracts, trying to get the most value out of these guys' front end of their deals. I mean, we're talking Harper, Tr- Turner. Granted, Wheeler's going to be retired by then, but it's just if that's the cost of doing business, is dealing with the the shitty years of a contract at the end of it to get a couple good years at the front of it. I don't know if I like doing business. You have to do it, right? Yeah. But what else are you gonna do? It's just. Well, if anything, though, you do if you do buy him out, though, and we don't have to harp on the Phillies like this, but if you do buy him out like that, he could take a not your ace role, but he would be a great fucking bullpen guy. If that's yeah, you, you know what I mean. Mm. Like if you, if 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 you have it lined up where you have another ace to go with Nola or whatever it is, it could be a phenomenal person to have in the bullpen that way. But I understand the value isn't really there until you see. I mean, what if him and Nola are both on the books in five years and they both suck, this is going to be bad. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. But they start in a couple of weeks, so we'll see what's up. Yeah, we'll have plenty of time to talk yeah. about the Phillies. But those are just a couple of things that as the, the season, the spring training is approaching. Anyway, I'm thinking, nah, I'm not feeling great about them. But anyway. Yeah. Do we want to do some uh, Super Bowl predictions real quick? Yeah. We don't have to really get into the whole game because we're kind of running low on time, but just uh, how you guys think the game's going to end, scores, what what, what have you. Uh, you can go first. I'm going to say KC wins it again. Did they go back-to-back? I think KC's defense is going to give San Fran a hard time. I think that this postseason has really – I don't know. I didn't really respect or think about Casey's defense at all, but the postseason run, they've played some pretty good teams, and for being even a subpar defense is what I thought. They've been shutting – I mean, their second-half defense is insane. You can't overlook that. 
Um, I think San Fran's still immature. I think they have some fucking bitch-ass energy to them. I don't love KC, but I hate San Fran. Yo, what was this about Debo's talking shit about the Eagles? Did you see he that? He said he didn't think a rivalry is a rivalry because uh, they they're usually close games. I'm like, dickhead, they've both been blowouts. You blow us out in a regular season game. We blow your bitch ass out in a championship He's game. Yeah. Dope, yeah. yeah, so I don't want to get to that. But I think KC is going to prove the fact that they are the next dynasty in the NFL, win this game handedly. Uh in terms of score, what am I? What's my block pull? I don't know. I don't know what my block pull is right now. You a seven and a two. A seven and a two. Well, I hope it's like thirty-two twenty-seven. Yeah, I'll take that. I want it to be more than that. Nah, fuck my block pull. I want it to be like thirty-eight twenty-four. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so this is how I think it's going down. And I don't know if this is so much what I think is going to happen, but this is what I really want to happen. <laughs> is It's like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. the uh, Or maybe even less time than that, whatever. It's... Um, Two-minute warning. The, uh, the uh, you know, San Francisco's driving. It's They're down uh, 27-28. They're forced to kick a field goal. They go up. 30-28. They, you know, the whole season they've had that rookie kicker who's blown oh, it. Shit. He comes through big in this game, gets three big field goals, you know. And then, but sure enough, Pat Mahomes has got the ball in his hand at the end of the game, driving down the field. You know, and they're not quite in field goal range. Need to get a first, pick up a first down. Throws the ball incomplete. Can't or San Francisco's going nuts. The whole Bay Area is in complete jubilation. They think they finally won the Super Bowl. But there's a flag. Yep. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. That could very defense. easily happen. You look at the replay, it's the most ticky-tack shit you've ever seen. <laughs> that could very easily happen. Bosa just sneezed on Mahomes. And Mahomes just was like, and just falls, falls backwards like a... Like he's trying to win the fucking Oscar and the refs buy it. Karma is a bitch, baby. And sure enough, they drive down the field. And the, and and San Francisco's got one more shot to at least – they know that they're going to have to kick this field goal. But they have one last shot to at least get the ball back, you know? Mm-hmm. They got to, you know, hold them this one time. We're them getting the first down. It's like third and six or something. And they're and you know they got the end zone covered. They got everybody covered. You know, looks like looks like Mahomes gonna get sacked, but he scrambles out of it, runs, picks up the picks up the six yards, gets the first down. They wind the clock down to three seconds, kick the game winning field goal as time expires. KC thirty one, San Francisco thirty, and I win three hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty suspenseful though i Hell like yeah. that i was into it i was locked in <laughs> yeah that was good yeah, i feel like i was happen. watching the super bowl all right so yeah i guess i'm up next so yeah i do think that kansas city is gonna win i think the final score is 31 27 here's the deal right so san francisco for as much love as their defense gets their defense isn't great against the run we yeah. saw the Lions the first half destroyed them. They ran all over him the first half. First half, yeah. Owned so that I think game, Isaiah yeah. Pacheco gets going early, does well, probably gets a touchdown or two. Kansas City runs the ball down their throats. Niners are able to keep up. 
think the, the, the Kansas City rushing defense probably isn't that isn't great either. I think it's to be a running game game. But what happens in the second half is Patrick Mahomes does his thing. He takes over. Travis Kelsey gets a TD. Terrell Swift is shown on TV. A bunch of right-wing conservative Republicans and guys with high-pitched voices turn the TV off and start whining. They see Nutcher on the TV, too. They, they, their see, mind. they see a black man and Taylor <laughs> yep. Swift on their TV. They're ready to commit suicide, and they're all unhappy. <laughs> but then you know what, what happens? It's Mahomes wins. Wins MVP. Goes and busts his dad out of jail for getting a DUI. Hell yeah. his pop on the field. Pop smoking his stogies, smoking on that Brock Purdy. And the 49ers complain about the practice fields. Have you seen this shit? Oh, I have seen that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Kyle Shanahan's bitching about the practice fields. He was drunk, too, in his interview. Well, that, well, that's why I want the Niners to lose on a bullshit flag, because I just really want them to have another year of just complaining about yeah. something all year. Fuck them. I hope I they lose. Even if it's a legitimate complaint, yeah. I, want, I, want to be a legi- I want it to be a terrible call. Like something a terrible bad. roughing Some the passer call. bullshit. A yes, holding. that's what I want. Yeah. I think they're going to complain about the field. They're going to say, yeah, we didn't really have a great week of practice. Yeah, we The didn't. sod father sabotaged <laughs> us. That's saying. Who's, yeah, doing the, yeah. who's doing the yeah, painting of the, the field? The sod father is there messing with yeah, their yeah. field, dude. I also hope that their right Bose tackle. is slipping and sliding on that shit. I hope the right tackle for KC is jumping off sides every time, but they're not calling it like he always does, where he has a little quick step just to beat Bosa, yeah. and they don't call doing it all game. Johnson yeah. Move. I don't know. I just also it'd be cool. Fuck it, Andy Reid, get another ring. I don't give a shit. I'd rather yeah. see them win. Fuck Sam Fran. Fuck yeah, that I'm team. So over them. Yeah. But hey, you know what? We got to shout out our haters. Although time out real quick too. Oh. Uh, Taylor Swift might not be there because she will be in. She'll be there. Brazil. She'll be there. She's doing a concert that Japan. same day or Japan. She'll be that yeah. same day. But I think she has enough time to get the back. People Japan, mapped it out. Japan to Vegas isn't that far, dude. It'd be one thing if it was in like New Orleans. That's far. That's still pretty far, though. It's a hell of a lot closer than if it was on the East Coast. That's still like 10 hours, though. I think she'll be there. Yeah. That's, that's a shot bet. Oh, that, oh yeah. If that's a prop bet, yo, I'm putting probably She's definitely bucks going on to be. Like, I'll bet, I'll no, bet pe- you two people shots. Have already, people have no, broken I'm doing this. too many shots. People have, bet, already, people have already broken this down. She has right. plenty of time. I'll bet Trevor two shots that she won't be there for the Super Bowl. She will be there for the Super Bowl. Right, she will. Guarantee. I bet you she won't be there. Okay. Nice. Hell yeah. Enjoy your enjoy your liquor. Not because uh, I'm an ultra right conservative that I don't want her to be there. I'm just saying I just don't think logistically she could be there on time for the no, Super Bowl. Now are we saying kickoff or just she's not no, flying. She's by not by the end of the game. By, by the end oh, of the game. Oh, time out yeah. now. She's not flying commercial, Pat. I mean, I understand she <laughs> hates the environment. I'm just saying you don't you think she will be there for kickoff? Yes, I'm saying not kickoff. Kickoff. Just to be there make for it clear, for, I'm not saying time. I don't think she gets there by kickoff. Time to spare. I'm saying she will not be there. For the start of the Super Bowl. Yeah, she'll be there. All right, cool. That's a bet. All right. Mm, this is going to be interesting. We'll see about that one. But, damn, dude, the Sodfather is fucking around with the Niners. I might respect that the Sodfather. Yeah. Hell yeah. I hope Bosa tears his ACL. <laughs> no, he's got to stay in the game long enough to get that roughing the passer call at the end of the game. True. I hope, you know who I hope the flag is on more so than Bosa? Hargrave. Uh, that'd be funny. That'd be fucking. I, mean, I don't have any. I don't have any Fuck ill will. Nah, I do. Fuck that guy. <laughs> talking all that shit. Our team's soft. The practices were too weak. But bitch, he, you he were in the Super Bowl. I don't Bowl think he was really talking shit. Nah. He he said he, that practices were too. Nah. So, well, he, he walked that. He, he said he after that. He said, "Yeah." He compared the 49ers to the the Heat 
in the way that they practice, but he compared the Eagles to the Warriors. He was like, yeah, they're both really good teams. Just one team practiced different than the other. Fuck that guy. He was, he, I don't you, think he who was. Who were dis- you with before, dickhead? He wasn't Pittsburgh, disparaging us. The Pittsburgh that much. Steelers. Get the fuck out of here, Hargrave. Jesus Christ, you're being too hard on him. Bum. Or I hope the flag is on Chase Young, his bitch ass too. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I hope it's on Dre Greenlaw trying to fight Big Dom, dude. Mm. Fuck well, friend. You know what else? In some other sad news, if it, as if it wasn't sad enough that the, all this shit's going on with the Sixers and this and that, our friend and longtime Jacksonville Jaguars fan, King Charles, <laughs> has been diagnosed with cancer. He's a Jags fan? No, I'm just saying because they're trying to be like the England team. They do oh. have the, the <laughs> owner of the Jags does have oh. the they're in, England every, Stadium? they're in England yeah. every year. They're like trying to push that. Yeah. The other London. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so this is the fun this is the funny part of this about this. Well, I mean I mean the depending on your politics, you might think it was <laughs> listeners are fans I mean, of look, British monarchs. We're not I'm I'm not a uh supporter of the of the monarchy but this is uh one of his trevor's a loyalist over here yeah yeah you know me (laughs) but this is um uh uh, royal expert tom bauer discussing the uh the king's cancer diagnosis i think this is this is that guy nigel farrars he's talking about this fucking guy the brexit guy any idea what's going on well i think what's going on is that the king i'm speculating but the king is a great fan and always promoter of alternative medicine he would not be one for chemotherapy. He's always argued against it. He's a great believer in natural herbs and potions herbs. and things like that. So my guess is that at the moment he's taking advice from a man called Michael Dixon, who he's championed for many years, who is who headed his own, uh, the, the King's uh, Natural Alternative Medicine Institute, uh, discredited by many people. But the King is a great believer in it. And I be, I was always, last night, I was very surprised that people kept on saying, well, he's going to have chemotherapy or radiation or mm, the rest of it. Mm. You know, he doesn't believe in it. He does not believe in it. And it's a risk. I find <coughs> it's a risk. And I think going to Sandringham is where he wants to take these alternative medicines Interesting in, in, line in, in a quiet way. <coughs> Interesting line. Yeah, so it goes on. But the big but the big news there is that the king of Britain is a... Does not believe he doesn't believe in chemotherapy. He's, he's a an believer anti, is he an anti alternative medicine. I don't know. He probably is not. He's probably not vax. Yeah, if he's, he's probably, like that, yeah, he doesn't get that vax. Yeah, when he was like, uh, you know, I think he'll follow the advice of a man named I forget the fuck it is, but I, I almost, I was almost ready for him to be like, he, I think he will follow the advice of a man named Joe Rogan. He's a, <laughs> actually a very far. He's a very big listener of the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> He's going to be on uh, he's gonna, yeah he's going to be taking ivermectin and um you know doing now this is pretty much what Steve Jobs did too I mean, when, when you live cancer. a life of just fucking lavish luxury you can afford to be like you know what fuck it let me get this random expert in yeah. cell development and do my own little thing what if he's just really afraid of losing his hair you think he's He'd rather be oh those luscious locks rather, oh my yeah, god yeah he'd rather yeah he'd rather have that mane and be dead than 
go through with the with, with the chemo and be bald. He doesn't want to be a bald. Yeah, maybe the chemo have the little fucking sausage fingers too, though. Real quick. Yeah, I know he's got the sausage fingers. He got them little English links over here. We don't need that. That's disgusting. Fuck that. I hope he dies soon. Let it end it quick. It is hilarious, yeah, that, dude. This guy, soon? this guy had been waiting like seventy years Cancer. for his for his wife to die. His mom. <laughs> or his wait, is that? Queen Elizabeth was his mom. Was that his mom? Yeah, that was yeah. his mom. Oh, yeah. shit, okay. His wife died instantly. <laughs> yeah, she's been... Yeah. I, Princess I, Diana, I, he, he dude, got you know, her you know, never, She'd been dead You, you never know with these people. They're all inbred. He got Princess They're Diana. all a bunch of inbred freaks. He got Diana the but, picture uh, real early. Yeah. But yeah, but now... Queen Elizabeth was like 100. He only got, he only got like a few months, and now he's already on the way out. Yeah. He's, he's, he's only 75. Well, he ain't, he, ain't gonna last that, that old. he ain't gonna last that much longer if he's. He, he uh, looks awful, dude. Doing tell you natural what, though, medicine. Once you get hit with the old big C, who's gonna be king after him? He's an, he look, oh, he, Prince William, that Carson Wentz looking dude. The bald, no, no, the bald one. Who's the Carson Wentz looking dude? That's he's Harry. the guy who like defected. I think. Oh, he's Harry, cool. Harry married fucking what's his name from Suits? Uh, uh, who's actress in Suits? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. He's Meghan cool. Markle. Meghan Markle. He yeah. defected. Oh, I'm but cool they're with like that. They, they like left but the family. William is going to be the the next. Yeah, line. William the bald looks, guy William with, looks uh, corny. Yeah. with Kate Middleton. Yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to think of all the different ways that they could be trying to keep him alive. Like, do you guys? You guys have read about uh, James A. Garfield at the end of his life? Who the hell did they the freeze president? him? No. So Garfield, he was the one. He he. There was an assassination attempt on him. He got shot. Nice. And. Um, was it Brock Purdy? <laughs> no, but they were trying to like keep him alive. And what a lot of people think is that the doctors are the ones that actually killed him. Cause mm. if they had just done nothing, there's a chance that maybe he would have lived, but they just were doing all this insane shit. Um, they, they came to the conclusion that they were not going to be able to uh, give him like medicine and shit orally because that would have maybe interfered with something and whatever. So they ended up just like shoving shit up his ass. Nice. Like they were they were shoving like soup and whiskey and like weird medicine, <laughs> all this stuff. Yeah, if you dude look was up. Was he saying like, "Hey, I think I'm all right"? I don't know. He's. I mean, he's not a doctor. He's probably just like, "Well, I guess this is what they say they got to do." They were like, "Here's some medicine. Here's what some chunky. Hell? Here's some chunky beef stew." <laughs> dude, why were they shoving soup up dude, his ass? Like he could still eat. So he was from whiskey. Yeah, he was boofing whiskey. Oh my he was God. boofing all kinds of stuff. But, but, but he wasn't shot in like the junk. Like I he forget could... exactly where he was shot, but they, for whatever reason, they came to the conclusion that they were not going to be able to give him uh, uh, oral oral medicine and, and food or whatever. So they just started putting things in his ass. <laughs> so they just started pouring beef stew up his ass. Yeah, and whiskey and all It'd kinds of stuff. It'd be a shame if he oh was like God. still then, talking to like, guys, then, like, I'm actually okay. Like, I can... I no can... wonder the average life expectancy was like and 50 then he, years And then back he then. died. And it was actually the, the, the so shooter. He... The shooter was actually quoted as saying, uh, I didn't kill him, I just shot him. The doctors are killing him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Is he labeled so, as but an But I'm wondering if, if maybe if they're going to do something similar like that to King Charles. It's a different time, yeah, man. Medicine has evolved too much. Yeah. But he doesn't believe it. Be like, but damn. you're talking the 1910s, dude. Yeah. Garfield. They don't have blenders back then. They're putting beef stew. They're putting up beef chunks yeah. up that ass. They're not yeah. putting, like... Well, at least at this point, they could... Put, Imagine having they could put the they, they could put the whiskey and the, the beef stew in, like, a Nutribullet. Well, whiskey... And so they they a bunch with of whiskey enema. poured up your ass. You'd be fucked up. Whiskey, I would dabble with. Put that thing in a tampon, put it in my butt. Let's see what happens. Let's what? boogie. What? I'm just saying. But soup, you miss me with that. 
Soup, yeah. Beef. Whiskey, I would... Bouillon. I would test it out. If I got shot in the chest, fuck it. Put that shit in my ass. Let's see what happens. Shots, mm. you know. I'm just saying, we're just testing out for signs. You know, it's just for signs. Relax. Y'all wild here. for that yeah. one. You wild for that soup? I don't want no chunky noodle soup up on my butt. I'm okay. What about the nice tomato basil? A little no acidic. Chunks. A little acidic. French onion. That, it's also acidic. Lentil. Let me get some like just lentil. What the about lentil it? would be uncomfortable. Potato, what, about, what about an Italian wedding? I want some potato the meatballs. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, but sometimes they're a little small guys. Yeah, it might be a little. Tiny I want little. like just some, uh, you know. Potato bacon cheddar. <laughs> Broccoli and cheddar. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Mm. What's a real brothy soup? Let me get that. Let me get some pea soup. A real soup. brothy soup? Oh, pea soup. Pea soup. Some snapper soup? Mm. Ooh, with the sherry? Seem like you might be into that. All I right. love snapper soup. Oh, man. Snapper I haven't had that soup? in a long time. Man, that's good. You don't like a snapper. Yeah. But, yeah. You want to shove a shot at my ass? Go for it. Soup? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what kind of <laughs> what kind of exotic herbs and and uh, uh, you know holistic medicine King Charles does. You ever hear the conspiracy theory that the royal family is uh like <laughs> this could sound fucked up? How would I say it? Amphibic frogs, like they're frogs. Amphibious. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something way more offensive than <laughs> yeah. that. You were like, um, frogs. <laughs> like, yeah, amphibious. Well, like, the whole well, this whole thing where like people are lizards. That's the, this the family. Hu- lizard humanoids. They seem kind of lizard-like. Lizard. That's yeah. his family. That's why they always. Look- a, I mean, there's a lot of people who think that all these like politicians and world leaders are lizards. Mostly the been, royal, that theory's been around for a while. The royal family, though. Yeah, I can see. I mean, yeah, you I know, don't doubt it. How I mean, how else were they? How could they have survived all this uh, inbreeding? You think yeah. you'd be getting cancer way before now? Yeah, lizards don't have, lizards don't have to worry about. Yeah, they're cold blooded. They just eat each other. They fuck. They each lay other. eggs, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I, yeah. Well, that's probably the thing is people think that the Habsburgs and all these are are been a result of inbreeding, but maybe the inbreeding was just a co- a cover story for the eggs that they lay. Mm. They didn't want people to know about those eggs. That's right. And they couldn't, like, no one, no outsiders could claim that they had sex with them. So they had to, they had to rely on their own family to say that they had sex with them. And the Russians do have that one really nice gem that's an egg. The Fabergé egg. The... Uh, see? It's all coming together. Onto something. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, fuck the Russians. We're on to it. Well, I think that's just going to do it for us here tonight, everybody. <laughs> uh, please leave us a five-star rating review. Every day your podcast, leave us a subscribe and give us some likes on YouTube. Follow on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, hold up. Shout out to the haters. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah, did yeah. get some haters. People were really mad that we said that Pat Mahomes was annoying. We didn't even say it was bad. We just said annoying, and they were really upset. But yeah. so, so the haters would like that all three of us said the Chiefs were going to hey, win. yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, uh, but also, fuck you, dickhead. I'm on team. Yeah, I'm on team Mahomes for this week at least. Um, also to the haters, man, and to to the listeners as well. Hey, grab your friend's phone, grab your partner's phone, your roommate's phone, your son's phone, your daughter's phone, your mom's, your dad's. Grab all the phones. Like us on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like us on Instagram. If they don't have a TikTok or an Instagram, or a phone. make a profile make for them. Like us. Follow us. Like our shit on YouTube, follow us on Spotify, start playing our shit, put the phone down, walk away, let them come back and hear it. 
help us get our, our views, our listens, our likes, all that shit up, and continue to be a hater because game the, the, the engagement is how we get yeah, discovered even I, more. We welcome so. the haters, we welcome yeah. the shooters. All we, well, we, we don't take, welcome we the shooters. I ain't trying to get shot. <laughs> no, I mean like our shooters, oh. like our guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't come here and kill us. You can kill Trevor, just don't kill me or Pat. He's yeah. the ones no, any weapons we're all so fucked. We don't. I don't know how to run this technology. We, we can out. figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got all. The, I got it all up here. And the other stuff that you contribute to life as well that we would lose, obviously. But thanks. yes, not just the pot. Also, <laughs> send us an email at, at citywidepot at gmail And from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. See ya.